And welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. I'm Jackson. Jackson, I am in a crazy bad mood today. Oh no, Ian, tell me what's wrong. We don't often talk about personal life stuff that doesn't revolve around music, but holy shit, man. Have you ever had to go to the DMV? Yes. It is the fucking worst. And right now, my life is like a sitcom with how many times <laughs> they have fucking lied to me and told me, oh, you just need this or, oh, you're completely fine. And then they just fuck me. I can't get over how much I hate every single one of them. Every single one? Look, I know this is Ian Hates Music and we're generalizing a little bit. I'm sure there are some okay people somewhere there you go. that work at the DMV. But there in you general, like to hear. you know how bad it is. I mean, I just never had this type of experience before where they're just blatantly lying to you. Either they're lying or they're that incompetent. And I've never met any person that is that bad at their job. It's fucking it's the government jobs, man. All every time you have to deal with people who have government jobs, it's always going to be hell. You're absolutely right, man. And I hate to say it, but you are. And that's why I tweeted today to backwards. I was like, let's just get oh, rid yeah. of the government. So I'm completely done with it in general. And I know this is not even a debate we need to have. But why in general does the government get to decide whether I drive my car or not? Bam. Seriously, why do they get to charge me to quote-unquote register my car? So not only do I have to register, then I have to go pay to get it inspected, then I have to pay for a parking permit. It's fucking insane, and that's not even including excise tax and everything else that goes into it. So sorry, I'm listening to music and rocking out while I'm waiting hours and hours for the TMV. So, I mean, maybe that's where it counts and stuff, but I can just understand now all the people who have talked about how bad the DMV are. And you know what? And the thing that makes it the worst is not just the waiting hours and everything, but it's just how they treat you, man. Yes. Like, that's the worst part about it. Right. It's not like you can punch him in the face. Like You can't do anything. You have to stand there knowing that you're better than they are at probably everything, except for being a dick. <laughs> Like, maybe they've got you beat on that. They're so soulless that it's just hard to get through to them on a personal level. You can't right. tell them, hey, you told me to bring this. I brought it. You said everything else was fine. Why is this all of a sudden not okay? You know, you have a double check for a reason. So how is this constantly <laughs> happening? Like, I literally went to two DMVs today, and each one told me something different. Of course, man. Of fucking course. All right. Enough of this. I just had to vent a little bit. We'll see if this helps or hinders the amount of venom that I put into this episode. Hey, man, venting is good. Everybody needs to do it. And especially when you get to do it to the Internet. And here's the deal, man. Isn't that what the Internet was made for? That's absolutely true, actually. Great point, Jackson. And what I'm going to do to vent one more time, because I couldn't say it even though I think I mouthed it while I was leaving (laughs) and all the other people kind of heard what I said. This is what I've been waiting to get out. All right, Jackson, it's news time. Maybe, just maybe, this will be a great story and I'll be really happy and there'll be no issues. Doubt it. 
What? So I don't know if you know this Chester Bennington guy, you know, from that one band, Lincoln Park. You, you've heard of him, right? Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. I, they, you know, they go through a lot of change. But so you remember last week on the show where we talked nope. about how he basically told all the fans to move the fuck on. From oh, the hybrid theory days. I do. Yeah, now that. it clicks, right? Clickety click. So now he's basically backtracking, saying, no, 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 look, we appreciate everybody who sticks with us. And it basically took like Corey Taylor to, you know, give him like advice on like, dude, you shouldn't really, you know, do that or like talk like that to your fans and things like that. So he actually made a was I don't know if it was a tweet or a Facebook post. I don't remember exactly, but he did make a post, you know, to all the fans saying, you know, we didn't mean it in like a harsh way. It was, you know, to accept change. But at the same time, we really do appreciate everyone who does stick around, even though they don't aren't fans with hybrid theory or, you know, like the new stuff other than hybrid theory. That is way too long for a Twitter post, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it's he, a Jackson Twitter post. He just put something dumb saying like, oh, you know, fans that had like tweeted at him like, no, no, that's not true. I love that record. I'm glad people do. And then Mike Shinoda had to also tweet people. And I, his exact tweet is, for the record, all fans of all albums are welcome here, online or at the show, HT to OML. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. <laughs> oh, man. Thank God he said that. If not, who knows what we would have done. I just think it's fucking ridiculous. I can't. I don't know, man. It's so dumb. I guess it's is childish. the right word. Yeah, it's childish. It's dumb. And to be quite honest, I would have liked it better if he had just stuck to his guns and said, hybrid theory is not who we are anymore. We've moved on. We've evolved. Whatever they want to call it. Just stick with what you said instead of being a backtracking little bitch. Ooh. That's what he That's is. That's the DMV in you. Yeah. Look, allegedly, Chester Bennington is a little bitch. <laughs> You did not just say that. I told you, man. I'm full of venom today. (laughs) It's just fucking dumb. He should have just stuck with what he said. And I've seen like a bunch of memes. I don't know if you've seen these around. I'm not. But it's basically got a picture of Chester and what he said. And then the quote is, I'll move on from hybrid theory when Linkin Park makes an album that's as good or better. It's something like that. Well, sure, you can continue to listen to hybrid theory. But why are you following Linkin Park at all? Very true. That's kind of the way I look at it. So that meme doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. But Hybrid Theory was a great album. You can't take it away from them. That was a really great album. It came along at the right time. You can still listen to it now. But hey, they can't recreate that. So if they want me to move the fuck on, I already left. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> but it's true though. I, it wasn't cool that he just backed out on everything he said. I don't think he should have said "move the fuck on" the way he said it. Right. But I got what he was trying to say out of it. You know, like this is what we are now, and fans just have to deal with it. He didn't word it in the nicest way possible, but, but yeah, man, it really does show who Chester Bennington is. You know, like for him to go back on everything he said and just the whole sound change. You could tell the kind of band they're becoming now and even the kind of people they're becoming. And that's what makes it really hard as fans who want to like Linkin Park to continue to like them. And that sucks because, you know, we want to like them. Of course. It's not like we like talking shit about them, you know? No, I wish they continued to make good albums. They just don't do that anymore. I did like that Corey Taylor said something, but I think he really pulled his punches. And... I think he was giving them professional courtesy. 
But mm-hmm. you never saw Corey come out or anyone from Slipknot and say, hey, wait and bleed. Come on, move the fuck on. You yeah, know what I mean? Like exactly. they're never doing that. You never have to worry that in concerts they're not going to play their old stuff as well. It's just a difference of personality and band quality. That's the way I look at it. Right. They know who they are. Lincoln Park, they're just all over the place. <laughs> Very true. And the only thing that Corey Taylor has a problem with is fucking texting on your phone when you're up against the barrier watching his show. <laughs> That's when he's like, yeah. move the fuck on. That that one's always that one always baffles me how, how pissed he gets at that kind of stuff. That's I- a little unfair, I think. I don't know, man. If I was in a band and I was as big as Corey Taylor, I would definitely do the same stuff. No, dude. I could see it pissing me off or, you know, pissing anybody off. It's kind of like when a teacher is teaching and you see people on their phone. Like, it would piss you off, but you don't go up to them and get the phone and smash it on the ground or nothing. I don't know, man. If I could, I would. I just, you know, if anything, the most would, you know, get on the mic and be like, dude, put your phone up or like, you know, something like that. Ah, I like the straightforward approach. Oh, shut up. Go to the DMV tomorrow then. Grab <laughs> the fucking clipboard, <laughs> smash it on the ground, and be like, no, we're not doing this shit. I wish, man. I really <laughs> wish. <laughs> all right, moving on. Here's a great AP story. My Chemical Romance all got together in the same fucking room, and that's newsworthy. Oh, man. Dude, that, I mean, the possibilities of this are endless. I mean, dude, what does this mean, Ian? Oh, my gosh. I got to be honest, man. When it happened, I felt something. So it was what? like I knew. Yeah. <gasps> like deep down in my heart. But then AP Ugh. just confirmed everything for me. Wow. Incredible. <laughs> they all just happened to go to Frank's band's show. Like, oh. wow. <laughs> they're all still friends. What a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> I really can't believe that that was a story done by AP. And by the way, I I think, you know, like to everyone listening, I think we're reporting more on AP's bad reporting than the (laughs) fact that My Chemical Chemical Romance is actually, you know, at the same place, whatever the fuck they were doing. I mean, who cares? It's very true. And look, we're both huge My Chemical Romance fans, and we still think this is silly. Yeah, it's who, who cares? Like, seriously. But that does bring me to something I did want to mention because I was looking through my recent AP magazines. And I know I've told people already on the show, I still have my subscription going. So we make fun of AP all the time because they deserve to be made fun of. But I still get the magazine sent to me because I'm hoping that it gets better. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's true. So Jackson, I want to read to you and the audience, of course, the last issues in a row of AP Magazine and tell you who's on the cover. So let's start with this month. We've got Fallout Boy. <clears throat> then we've got Brandon Yuri of Panic at the Disco. Wow. Machine Gun Kelly. Dude, you're that's three straight fire <laughs> covers right now, dude. Hey Violet. Ooh. Black Veil Brides, The Untold Story. <laughs> Your favorite 21 Pilots. Okay. Okay. <laughs> They're bringing you on track again? No, no, no. <laughs> Melanie Martinez. I like Melanie Martinez, just saying. Ugh. And Jeffree Star. Oh, shit. <laughs> Please tell me you're done. Eight months in a row. So I didn't skip around and go like, oh, no, they put a day to remember on the cover. I'm not going to mention that. That's eight months of terrible covers. I understand putting Black Veil Brides on a cover when they have a new album out or something like that, but they do not. They put a new single out, 
The untold cover story. The untold stories. <laughs> but these other people, though, like, why would Jeffree Star ever That's be on the cover of AP? AP needs to get their shit together. Because we are just going to continue to tear them apart, especially when the APMA start. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I cannot wait to tear that one apart. It's funny because it's getting worse and worse every year, man. It's sad. So I just want to tell people, you know, we rag on them all the time. And this is why I happened to go back and look at some of the magazines. I was like, holy shit. Like they don't have a real rock band or an underground metalcore band or anything that they used to do. That's fucking incredible, dude. (laughs) They're the kings of clickbait, man. They just do it for the cash, dude. They really do. It's ridiculous. We'll leave them alone for now, but I'm pretty sure actually the next story I mentioned them again. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, toning it down a bit, a band that us at Ian Hates Music actually love, uh, Breakdown of Sanity, have announced that they are now done. Uh, Starting after 2017, they will officially be broken up. Yeah, I remember Ty brought them to the show a while back. And yeah, they made a really good metalcore album last year and they've been Mm -hmm. doing it for a while it's like what 10 years or so yep 10 years exactly and in their statement they were basically saying look we've done everything possible in metalcore music so we're going to end we're still going to be friends and they're going to tour throughout this year until the end of the year now unfortunately they won't be coming over to the states so you can go ahead and look up where they're going to be i think most of it's around europe yeah that it was all europe But what I thought was funny was AP actually talked about them. But it's like, hey, maybe they would still continue to be around if they had ever talked about them before. Exactly. Maybe they should have deserved that cover instead of Jeffree Star, who does absolutely nothing. Oh, come on, man. There's like tons of makeup and stuff. We got to know about it. Oh, yeah, dude. Alternative Press. It has everything to do with makeup, for sure. Alternative. Get it? Ah. Ah. (laughs) Ah. Ah. So yeah, that's a little sad, but they're going out the way that they wanted to. They had a good album yeah. that they just had, so it's not like they're a Mice and Men or anything like that. So. Oh, God. There you go. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we get a live DVD or something sometime. Hey, that'd be cool. Next up, we've got the Paramore Legal Battle, which I had no idea about. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Apparently, they had a legal dispute with their former bassist, Jeremy Davis, And what I thought was awesome about the story is they mention that he's, I guess, suing for royalties based on whether he was an employee of the band or a partner. And Mm. it just warmed my heart to think of music and bands as corporations. Yeah, employees or partners. What exactly does that mean to be an employee or a partner of the band? If you're the bassist, like I don't consider you an employee or a partner. You're the bassist. Not in Paramore. No, Paramore is a corporation. So they have to have all their legalese done correctly. So if he was a partner, he would get more money in royalties. But if he was an employee, he wouldn't get as much. That sounds shitty, doesn't it? Well, I got to tell you, Jackson, I don't know. I wish all bands would become corporations. And then we would (laughs) all know why they're making music. You know what I mean? It's all for the money. It's great. Well, Ian, I actually have some news for you. Oh, no, Jackson. I don't know if I can handle any news today. <laughs> so they uh, they released an album this past Friday called After Laughter. After and what? I'm just, after Laughter? Isn't oh. that what it's called? I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I kind of digged it, man. I liked it. 
fuck out of here, Frost. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. All right, Jackson, you can't be serious. That was a very funny joke. I appreciate you trying to lift my spirits after I've had such a shitty day, a shitty month. You know, it is very nice of you to try. Uh, no, actually, I did like it. I can care. I can care less about your feelings. I didn't do it for you. I did it for me. This is real now, a little harsh on the feelings, but yeah, I really did like the album, man. I'm not even kidding. What happened to you, man? Don't don't hate me, please. You know, you're fucking teeing these up. I can't help it. <laughs> I can I can just picture right now like the listeners with like their foreheads and their palms right now, just like what the fuck, Jackson. To be quite honest, I think they've already lost faith in you, but this was like the final Ouch. straw. Yeah, this was it. Wow. No, I don't I don't believe that. They love me. The only way that you kept anyone as fans probably is that you didn't like the new Fallout Boy. (laughs) That's probably it. Man, I like good music. I like it all. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I normally used to think that you liked good music, but with the way you the way you've been going, though, I'm just not sure. You knew from the beginning my music choice was a lot different than yours. You found out I like 21 Pilots and Coldplay and all that stuff, like. I think two or three episodes into the show. But you used to pretend a lot more that you were more on the heavier side. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. That sounded more like you were trying to convince yourself more than all of us. No, no, no. Cut that shit out. I don't I know. like the Paramore album, but I prefer a lot heavier shit. Trust me. I just thought it was good. And there's a lot of people in our scene that liked it too that also prefer heavier shit. Yeah. You and all the 12-year-old girls. Oh, Ian. (laughs) I'm going to Deadpool this for everyone. I did know that Jackson was going to bring this up, but I have to tell you, the way I found out about this was it was Sunday, and I was fucking grocery shopping, and I get a text from Jackson that says, you're going to hate me for this. (laughs) And that's it. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to quit the show or he can't do the show. Like, dude, I always go to the worst possible thing. Golly, you poor sick child. You must have like serious anxiety, man. I thought you were going to say, I've only been kidding. I love the new Fall Out Boy. Like, I really want to talk about it. Look at my new tattoo. You know, that's what I was thinking (laughs) it was going to be. Tattooed on my ass. But it was close enough because I go, "Uh uh-oh. And he writes back. Hey, man, I really like the new Paramore album. And I thought he was joking. Once again, that's a very funny joke. And then I'm like, okay, well, I sort of respect your music opinion. So let me try it out. And from the first note, what did I text you? That you wanted to throw up. It made me gavomit. <laughs> that's how bad it was. But no, it's a little bit better than Fall Out Boy. But not that much. Not that much. See, there that's where I doubt your critiquing skills. Oh, you I doubt think this is my 50 times better than Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy was awful. I don't even consider Fallout Boy's track music. <laughs> this was music. <laughs> At least give it that. It was a well-composed album. Maybe you didn't like what it sounded like, but it's actually music that took talent to make. You're doubting my commitment to Sparkle Motion, and I'm not about that. So, I'm oh. just going to let you know I tried it. And no, that first track of the Paramore album is god-awful. Hard Times? That's a good song. No, it's not. 
it's just not Jackson. You need some type of reprogramming or de-brainwashing or something. I don't know what happened to you. Have you been reading too much AP? Oh, God. Hell no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't even get AP magazines anymore, man. That's just what someone who is brainwashed by AP. <laughs> Fuck off. That is what they would say. That is what I they would like say. I don't like all the bullshit that, they, that AP spews out at us, man. I just like the new Paramore stuff. No, you're Every just like, single t- like, okay, all the bands that you just named, I don't listen to them. On the covers of the AP, besides Jeffree Star, obviously, because he doesn't make music, or she, or whatever the fuck. I don't even call people by genders anymore, because I have no idea what they want to be. <laughs> Dude, say, <laughs> it's so hard, man. What happened? It's life, man. What the hell happened? I want you to take my opinion seriously. No, absolutely not. <laughs> No, that was over the bounds. I will, at least get that. No, I will call you whatever gender you want, Jackson. But I will <laughs> never, never respect your opinion. Damn. That's harsh. Oh, that was a good laugh. Fuck. That was a good laugh. We can tell everyone because we're obviously not doing an album review. You can check out that new Paramore. I'm just telling <laughs> you, it is garbage. To him. No, to anyone who knows music. No, 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 no. You can't do that. I can. You can't. There was no talent of human beings. There was no talent in that album. I listened to the whole fucking thing. No, you didn't. I absolutely did. I don't think you listened to the whole thing. I did. I don't think you were able to stand, you know, 30 to 50 minutes of straight Paramore on that album. I don't think you actually did that. I put myself through a lot of shit for this show. No. That's how you know it means something. Uh, no, I'm not falling for that. I think you heard the first song and you're like, well, no, that's a wrap. Not even a chance, man. I always listen to the albums. Well, then I don't know how you can think that this is just I have music. ears. I think it could be bad to you. Like it's not your taste, but to other people, it is good. It really is. Yeah. 12 year old girls who don't know music. No. Yes. Wait a second. Did you just say that every 12 year old girl doesn't like good music yet? No, I said they don't know music. How dare you put that tag on poor 12-year-old girls? What if we have like 18, 12-year-old girls listening to the show right now that are just appalled by the Ian Hates comments right now? Hashtag go Jackson. You gotta be loud. You gotta be rude. So the world can hear you. You gotta be crass. You gotta be cold. It's everything we know. That's what I say. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. We have spent way too much time on Paramore. Perilous, as Ty calls it. Even though I like the new album, I love that nickname. That name. You call it the Perilous Camp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much I like that album. I fucking love that name, Perilous. I know it's it less gives me talent. Ch- chuckles. Okay. Now, okay. Now we're done with that now. Well, look, we can do another poll from people. Tinder slapper. <laughs> All right, moving on. So Silverstein just posted this very weird video teasing an announcement that they're going to be releasing something, I assume, May 18th at 2 p.m. Central Time, I believe. But, it was, you know, it was just one of those things like Bring Me the Horizon did when they were releasing That's the Spirit where they just released, like, this little clip of a logo. Mm-hmm. And then in the background, you just, hear, you just hear, like, waves and some shit. And then at the end, it says May 18th, 2 p.m. Boom. That's it. We'll have more to report May 18th. Yeah, it's a silhouette of a tied rope that goes across, yeah. and then there are waves in the background. Like Jackson said, you can hear them as well. I'm obviously going to be interested in whatever they're doing. So, Hell yeah, man. I love Silverstein. I can't wait for that. And I can't believe they're playing a whole nother Warp Tour. Oh, shit. I forgot they added a Warp Tour, man. Yeah, man. Seems they crazy. They don't stop. 
No, they, they never know do. their fan base. It's absolutely true. So on that note, too, a small announcement here. The band Scarlett O'Hara is back, and we talked about that a few times, actually, on the show. And they are going to have a new song and or a new announcement coming May 19th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So it could be a new track called Welcome Back to the Brodeo. But the what? <laughs> they have a song on that one album that they had, um, Welcome to the Brodeo. <laughs> I like that name. You would. Oh, okay. Thank you. Just making me small again. Uh huh. We'll see what comes of that, but I am very excited if it's a new track for sure. And I know they've been in the recording studio. I know they've been doing a lot. So hopefully this is a new track and I want to hear what they're sounding like now. Of course you do. Ho, ho, ho. What was that? Nothing, Ian. Don't worry about it. You're terrible at impressions. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about it. You shouldn't worry about it. All right. <laughs> Take us to the next one, buddy. So for the win, have switched from Artery Recordings to now Victory Records. So what do you think about this, Ian? People might have remembered the album Heavy Things was supposed to come out in April. And we had mm-hmm. talked about it. We were like, oh, yeah, it's coming out this time. I've heard it. I think it's a great album. And I was prepping because I was going to have at least someone on the show from the band. And then a lot of things changed. And all of a sudden, they were like, okay, we can't do it now. But we'll set something up later when we get everything settled. I guess it turns out that the reason why the album wasn't released in the first place was because... They were in contract negotiations probably or something with Victory Records. So I'm not sure why they moved. I'm not sure maybe they weren't getting what they wanted from Artery. I have no idea. But what I thought was very funny was I was checking out the comments on their Facebook section where they announced, hey, we're on Victory Records. Pre-orders and announcement of when the album's actually going to come out are going to be coming soon. And it was like almost every other, every other, other comment was something derogatory about victory records damn it was just like hey make sure you've got good lawyers or (laughs) or hey make sure they don't scam you out of money it was all this shit and you know the internet and everyone has heard rumors you know from time to time about victory i still haven't necessarily seen everything come out about it like we know what happened with the day to remember but i'm not sure if this spans to other bands as well because i know bands that have been treated very well on victory so it's not necessarily fair to just jump on that and assume it's fine but what i thought was very funny was to every single one of those comments for the win wrote back we got this (laughs) on every single one so any negative thing that's all they wrote and i thought that was fucking great I like that. And and it's true what you said, too, because like, yeah, something happened with a day to remember, but you don't hear about, you know, shit that goes on with other bands on the label. I mean, yeah, it sucked, you know, what they did to a day to remember and everything. But I mean, not everybody's perfect. So I doubt that they treat, you know, all the other bands, you know, like shit or anything like that. Or, you know, we, you know, hear about it, obviously. Yeah, there are other rumors and everything. But once again, they're rumors. So why would we talk about them? Yeah, even Invoke Records that we fucking love has rumors about that. Yeah, every record label does because one of the cliches, unfortunately, of the industry is a lot of times record labels do take advantage of bands. It does happen. Wish it wasn't, but sometimes it is. That's just the way it goes. Yep, and when a band doesn't feel like they get the publicity they need or they feel like you know they didn't get as big as they envisioned, they'll usually blame it on the record label or whatever the fuck, you know? Just kind of like the scapegoat thing. Like, always just blame it on the label. And sometimes it is their fault. 
but we don't have the backup to be able to point the finger all the time, you know? Right. So I can tell you for sure, look out for this album because when it does come out, we're going to talk about it. Hopefully I will get someone from the band on the show because I really like the album. So I hope that you go ahead and pre-order it and do whatever you have to do to support them because it looks like they're making important decisions and moves that they have to make for the best part of the band, you know? So I agree. All right, man. That is the end of news. So how about we move on to new songs? Let's do it. So 100th have released a new song that's going to be on their new album, Rare. This one's called Youth. And again, this is going to be on their new album, Rare, which is coming out June 16th on Hopeless Records. Ian, play that shit. So they have definitely continued on the same trend from that original single they put out. Oh, for sure. So what are you thinking about this, Jackson? When it comes to this song, Youth, I liked it better than their last song, Neurotic. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely still all in the same vein. It's not like a huge difference. I guess I just liked the way this one went more. Sure. And then I'm also going to say that I can't believe that this is 100th. Right. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. It's just crazy. 100th was a very well-known hardcore band that when you see live... It's like an insane show that you're going to get fucking kicked in the face and all that kind of shit. Like, that's the stigma that came with 100th. And I want to know, well, back to the track for a second. I like it. And I know that the album is going to be good because I like it so far and I don't have any problems with it. I think it's a good change. And Chadwick's voice shines very well. And I'm, you know, I think it's cool that he can do that. The thing I have is that how the hell are you going to play this stuff live mixed with your other stuff? Yeah, it's going to be a weird transition, that's for sure. These tracks are definitely different. This one had a very 80s-type vibe to it as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know what I think yet. Obviously, we're going to keep on going, and I'm going to check out this album when it comes out. I'm just not sure that this is going to reach me the way Old 100th did. Yeah, and I think that's how it's going to be for everybody, too. Like They're going to be supportive. They like it. It's not bad music, but it's definitely a certain taste that certain people have to have to enjoy this for a long time. Not just something that when it comes out, it's like, oh shit, this is good. But, you know, for it to stick, you know, we'll see how that goes. But I mean, really the only concern I have with is the live show. Like it's just, it's going to be really crazy seeing them go from their very insane, like, you know, Mm -hmm. hardcore beating, you know, songs to this that we just played. Like, you know, it's, it's different. Very true. Moving on to the next track. We've got Miss May I with Shadows Inside, the title track of the new album, Shadows Inside, which comes out June 2nd on Sharp Tone Records. Sun, 
Yeah, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Good old Miss May I. What bad can we say about this, Ian? It's true, and we say it every time as well. Yeah. They just keep on making good quality metalcore music, and I'm really looking forward to hearing this full album. Yeah, same here, man. Miss May is like metalcore's old faithful band. You know, it's like, it's hard not to like it, man. Always fall back on Miss May. They won't let you down. Very true. And next up, we got The White Noise releasing their new song, Bite Marks. And this is going to be on their first album ever called AMPM. And that's going to be coming out June 23rd on Fearless Records. Let's check it out. What do you think, man? I like it a lot. I was a really big fan of the Aren't You Glad EP yeah. that they released like a year or two ago. I don't exactly remember. Yeah, probably but two the years. White Noise. How, how long? Probably two. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. And, you know, I'm just glad that. It's been a while. They're, <laughs> oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> I'm glad they're sticking to the same path. It's It's a tiny bit less aggressive, I think, but it's still really good. It's still the White Noise. It's not a huge change. I really enjoyed this track. Yeah, it's a tiny bit more new metal as well. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this new album brings because, yeah, I liked Aren't You Glad a lot. Plus, Mm -hmm. they are very good live. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So that's another thing, too. So I'm very happy that they've got this full length coming out. And this is just even the first single. So I think we've got even more to come that we're going to like. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. So next up, we've got Bone Splitter with members of Bury Your Dead and Carne. They've got The Low Road right now, and I don't have any information for a new album, but at least this is a new track. So let's check it out. I like banging my head. <laughs> it's like if Terror made a metalcore, or no, like a deathcore song, this would be it. This song is like a minute and 25 seconds. That's right. And it repeats the same thing over and over, but I still like it. <laughs> the lyrics are like a total of like three sentences, all within the span of a minute and 25 seconds. And then it's just so repetitive. I mean, yeah, I like banging my head, I guess. <laughs> It's still That's better. What I'm gonna say about it. Still better than the new Paramore. Oh fuck me! Here we go. <laughs> I should have known. You should have known. That's very Eat true. Shit. Wow, you are just no, so mean. mean to me. 
Yeah, that was mean. See, when I'm mean, at least I'm funny. You add some humor to what you're saying. When I said it, I was like, ouch. Ouch, yeah. So next up, we've got the second single from the band Broadside. It's called Hidden Colors. And don't forget that the album Paradise comes out June 16th on Victory Records. Let's take a listen. These guys have pop punk down. I agree, man. This shit is so good and like catchy. Yeah. Is it not? It absolutely is. It's so happy. <laughs> this song seems very happy, but if you listen to the lyrics to their other tracks, it's not so much. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, as most punk bands, shit. <laughs> That's very true. I love that first single a lot. Yeah, me too, man. And, you know, I'm glad that they released, you know, another track that is as good or better, which means you know it's probably going to be a good album, so I can't wait to review it on the show. Same here, man. June 16th. Hell yeah. So now we got Blink-182 releasing another new track that's going to be on their deluxe edition of California. This one's called Wildfire, and again, this is on the deluxe edition of California, which is coming out May 19th. Ian, would you please do me a favor and play this shit? I will. Thank you. Seems a little insensitive to me. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, it's fine. It's Blink-182, right? Exactly. It, it's Blink-182. I mean, it really does just carry on the same kind of sound they had throughout the whole California album. And this is just more of that, basically. I mean, really, there's not a whole lot to say about it. If you like Blink-182, you're going to like this. Yeah, pretty much. It's not bad, but it's same old Blink-182. Exactly. Next up, and I don't know why we cover this sometimes, but... Uh-oh. It's Papa Roach with None of the Above. Crooked Teeth comes out May 19th on 11-7 Music. So let's take a listen. Let's do it. Still alive and playing dead. 
So I'm going to give them credit for doing something a little different. Yeah, and honestly, it wasn't bad to me. I, I thought it was really catchy. I thought it was pretty good. It's the best of the singles that they've released, and it's because they're being a little bit different and trying something a little new. Yeah, no, it's true. And and I do like the change as well. I think it was a good take. And I think this is what, like the fourth single already that they released off the new album? Probably. Yeah, and Ian loves every single one and a deep love. See, everyone knows you're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, shit. You got to get that acting down a little bit more. Oh, gosh. I want them to know, Ian. Oh. Ian, Ian, Ian. Oh, my gosh. So, Oceano released a new song called Lucid Reality. And this is going to be off their new album, Revelation, which comes out May 19th as well. And this is going to be on Sumerian Records. Ian, play this brutal, same old Oceano. Oh. Yep, already. Yeah, I mean, I don't really hear anything new in there. <laughs> it's like, what do you want us to say, man? It's fucking deathcore, man. I don't know. It's the same shit as the last track they put out. I don't know what to say about this. All I can say is that it's new and it's them. Boom. There you go. Yeah, we'll that's all I got. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Next up, we've got Hit the Lights and a brand new track called Anthem, but there aren't any details on anything else new. But let's take a listen. Another band that knows a lot about being pop punk. Yeah, I agree. Super catchy. I, you know, and the thing that they have in common with Broadside, I think, or well, Broadside has in common with them, is they have very talented vocalists. And I think that's one of the main things about this. True. I agree. I thought it was good. Yeah, me too. Really good stuff. And again, like, I just really, it's the vocals that stand out to me the most because it's really easy to have, you know, the same punk sound as everyone else. But when you have a really talented vocalist, like, you know, some of the bands that we've just talked about, that's a really big element that makes you stand out from the other punk bands. I agree. And they've been doing it for a long time, too. Yep. They sure damn have. We'll obviously keep people up to date when we have more details to see if anything else is coming out from them. Of course. 
And last on the list is a band called Young Graves, and they released two tracks, Mercy and Eyes of Fire. So we're just going to listen to Eyes of Fire because I enjoy that one a little bit more. So they have an upcoming self-titled release coming out sometime this year. So obviously keep track of that as well. But let's take a listen. They remind me of someone, and I can't put my finger on it. Who is it? No, I can't. I was a legitimate oh, thing. Serious? I wasn't setting up for a bit there. Okay. Yeah, it's I don't really know. Good shit, though. I like it. I think they could use some clean vocals in there, but I like the melodic changes that they were making guitar-wise. Yeah, that was the thing that stood out to me actually the most was just the whole background. Because I mean, yeah, the screaming really could have been complemented with maybe some backing clean vocals. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like an actual clean vocal section. But other than that, it was still really good. Yeah, we'll take a look out for this album and we'll see what you know comes around. Yes, we will. All right, Jackson. That brings us to the end of new songs. So now it's normally time for our favorite part of the show. Let's do it. Let's get to reviews. Smooth. Smooth. So smooth. <laughs> so this week, we definitely did not hit the high that Let we did everyone last have it week. Either. Don't hold back. Just just lay it out for everybody. I didn't hate these albums, but I don't really have that much to say about most of them. That's the same for me as well. Yeah, it's the truth, man. I mean, you go from last week with Motionless and White, A Lot Like Birds, and Kingdom of Giants to this week. And it's, you know, it's a little bit of a letdown, but I can't be too sad because we're in May right now and we've had so many great albums. I agree. And I will tell you that June and July are going to be good months. I'm hoping. Yeah. All right, Jackson, why don't you start us off? So first up, we got Dream Car releasing uh, the self-titled Dream Car. And this is on Columbia Records. Ian, go into very pristine detail on what you thought about this album. Well, I guess first off, for anyone who doesn't know the backstory on Dream Car, this is pretty much everyone in No Doubt, except for Gwen Stefani, and then fronted... What? What? You didn't know that? No. What are you talking about? Gwen Stefani? It's everyone in No Doubt, except Gwen Stefani, and it's fronted by Davey Havoc. Dude, 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 dude. I thought you said... I flipped that. I thought you said Gwen Stefani oh. was in them. I was like, wait, what? You're a ridiculous person. No, I dude, dude, in my head, that was completely flipped. When he said Gwen Stefani, I was like, whoa, wait a second. What the fuck? 
I thought it would have been funnier if you just had no idea the backstory of this band. Oh, you would have loved that. I know I know you like it when I look dumb. That's what I was gearing up for. <laughs> and then you let me down again. Son oh, of a bitch. shit. My bad. So, yes, it is everyone in No Doubt except for Gwen Stefani. And it's fronted by Davey Havoc of AFI and Black Audio and whatever other side project he wants to have at a time. Yeah. It's 80s rock pop synth pop revival. I can't listen to this and not think of every other band that it sounds like from the 80s. Yeah, same here. It's really nothing different. It's literally 80s soft rock, honestly. It's it's what it sounds like. I mean, I guess Davey's vocals sound pretty good on this. You know, you can yeah, sure. see the talent, right. but I don't know. It's just nothing special. You know, it's, it's not bad. I, I think a lot of people will enjoy it because, like, I didn't hate it. I, like, I was listening throughout the whole thing and i was like enjoying it but i couldn't sink into it and that's just how i felt about this because you know i don't know why ian (laughs) (laughs) i really don't know why you know i wish i could have liked it but it's it's whatever it was just the same track over and over again and that's the thing it's like you have to be in the niche audience that would want to hear this like that's that's really all it is. Like you can easily just put on the fucking Cure or Talking Heads or Duran <laughs> Duran or whoever you know what I mean. Whoever you want to listen to, you don't have to listen to this album. There's really no reason to. You can just go back and listen to that music. And if you want an album that does it better, then listen to Convictions by Aiden because at least there, ah. yeah, you have a little bit of a heavier post-hardcore mix in there but you still have the kind of Cure-ish 80s vibe throughout the album. So I'd recommend that over listening to this. Yeah, I take you inside on that one. Whoa, thank you, sir. Thank you. I take it back. (laughs) Of course you (laughs) did. What track would you think we should play? Ah, man. Uh, (laughs) All of the Dead Girls, I guess. Okay. Yep, yep. All right. That felt weird. Yeah, take me to the fucking sock hop and let's <laughs> let's go to the Sadie Hawkins dance. Hop. I have all my timelines mixed up, I think, so I just don't <laughs> give a shit. Moving on to another album that we really don't care about. This is Seether, Poison the Parish, and they're on the Bicycle Music Company slash Concord Music <laughs> Group. I know. I don't know what the deal is. But look, everyone knows Seether. They're radio rock. It sounds like Chevelle meets Seether meets the same old, same old. I think the thing I can say for this album is if I was in the car with someone and they were playing this album, I wouldn't be like, oh man, I can't handle this. Please turn the channel. Like, there's nothing really bad. And in fact, out of all of the radio rock bands, Seether really doesn't bother me because their lead singer has a great voice. Yeah, I like it. It's really like grungy and like rough. Yeah, so this is like a mix of grungy alt-rock. And it's not that it's bad, it's just, it's Seether. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's Seether. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just I want to hear the song Broken, and that's all I care about. Yeah, man. This, I mean, yeah, it's it's not a bad album again, but it's it's not no Finding Beauty album. You know, this ain't no Fake It or Careless Whisper. It's not. <laughs> it's not as energetic as their previous work. I gotta say, you know, like it's a good listen. I think if you just pass through it once, but it's got nothing that's gonna make you want to hear it again. Like once you hear it, you're good. Like you got your little Caesar fix, I guess. You know, it was enjoyable for that sixty minutes, but that's about it. I mean. It's nothing special. It's nothing that I'm, I'd rather go back to and hear again. But like you said, if it comes up on the radio, out of all the you know radio rock bands, I would prefer this more. Yeah, in most because cases, it's more. Yeah, it's it's like more rough. You know, it 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 it's the closest it gets, I think, to our music to not actually being it. Yeah, his voice is great. There's no doubt about it. It's just I hear no difference in this album than I do from every other Seether track. Gotcha. Except for Broken. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Any track you would want to hear? That I would want to hear? I guess I would go with Count Me Out. I think that was the best one. All right. There you go. There you go. That's Seether. <laughs> that is Seether. And next up, we got Tigris releasing an EP. And this one's called Like It Is. And this is on Lab Records. Ian, tell me what you thought about this EP because I know you like it more than I did. Yeah, man. It's a female fronted rock band. It's five tracks, it's relatively short. But the unfortunate part is there isn't much to say because it just goes by so quickly. But I think they do a very good job of being straight up rock. See, you thought I didn't care about the other bands. I you really thought didn't. I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> you thought I didn't care about the other albums we just talked about. This EP, dude, it in one ear, out the other. Well, you're a sexist fuck, so it's fine. Oh, my gosh. You know, I had a feeling you were going to say that, but then I had another feeling. I said, no, Ian isn't that stupid. You're a misogynist, so it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the females because I just literally about 30 minutes ago said that I dig the new Paramore album and I like it way more than the other albums we just reviewed. And that is led by wow. a female as well. So that's bitch. ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And then you use yeah, a female like slur way more than like James bitch. Either. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The Paramore album was good as shit, man. Oh, Come shut on. your face. Shut your face. <laughs> Here we are talking about the damn Paramore thing again. But I had to bring that up because it has nothing to do with females. Sure, sure. Boom. Eat shit. No, I won't. (laughs) I refuse. I refuse to. Well, here, I am going to show everyone that this is a good album or good EP. EP. By playing Power Lines. Come on. Blank stares in my 
Oh, I get it, Jackson. You didn't like this because she actually is singing instead of using autotune. Gotcha. Oh my gosh, Haley does not use autotune in the new album. Absolutely, she does. No, she does she not. She absolutely does. There's no way. There's an absolute way. It I listen to it. It's the same as her other albums. I listen to it. Okay, so she sounds exactly the same in this one, almost as like she does in Riot. No way. Absolutely not. The, and dude, I'm not. Oh my god. Urgh, giving me headaches. I'm so mad. There's no way she uses <laughs> auto tune in it. She, it sounds like the same old Haley. Exactly. So then there's no auto tune. Nope. That's not what I'm getting at. <laughs> I just said it's the same old Haley, which refers to Riot as well, because that's old Haley. And you said, yes. I like how you assume, by the way, that Riot is like the oldest album that they have. You're so It's adorable. not, but I know it's the only one that you probably give a shit about. What? Yeah. No, that doesn't make any sense. Riot's when they started to blow. What? You serious? <sighs> you didn't? What? What? Misery Business? Let your heart win? Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> Don't you didn't like that? Shut your, shut your mouth. Whoa, Dude, Paramore. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, go ahead. Continue. No, no, I'm good. No, are you sure? Come on. Yeah, I'm positive. Go ahead. I'm good. The quintessential Paramore album where they were raw and something new in the scene because they were doing something that other people weren't was All We Know Is Falling. That's the album. That is their best album. They don't have a better album than that. I don't like you. Do you even know about that album? Have you heard of Emergency? Yes, I have. Yeah, we'll see. That's the one with the red cover, right? That's the one with the couch that's red. Right, okay, yeah. See, I didn't know. Oh, Jackson. And look, it's not even fair to be taking up Tigress's time with Paramore. You did it. No, you did it. You no, brought you it up. It. I didn't bring it up. I brought it up and you kept egging me on. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're doing a show. I'm not just going to become <laughs> silent. <laughs> well, it, well, what made me mad is that you said that the new shit is auto-tune and it's it not. Is. And you really don't like Riot? I can understand that you think the... I don't like know, a lot of the tracks on Riot. I like some of the tracks on Riot, but that's when they got extremely poppy. No. Yes. That was only like second or third album in. Yeah, it's their second album. They started getting poppy like, like after Brand New or brand the new self-titled eyes. album. That's when they got poppy. That's when I was like, ain't it fun? That bullshit. <laughs> Once again, you are killing it with the impressions today. Thank you. Thank you. you know, I'm not in my tip peak right now, but one day everyone will, will get it. Riot had crush, crush, crush in yes, it. Yes, it did. Yeah. So take back what you said about them not being poppy then. Oh my God, Ian. You are garbage. Look, man. You've just been drifting apart. You've been listening to too much pop music, and it's affecting your brain. That is not true whatsoever. The new album came out as a person who is a co-host on a show that talks about music. <laughs> I said, oh, shit, I'm going to listen to hey, new that, music this Friday. Was that Snickerdoodles or Twix back there? That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was Skittles. Okay. Okay. Starburst? <laughs> Fuck off. Look, man, it, it's New Music Friday. I listened to this shit. We obviously didn't have too much to say about these albums, so I expanded to Paramore's new album, <laughs> and I kind of liked it. What do you want me to do? It doesn't mean that I listen to pop music all of a sudden. I listen to all music. We'll see what the listeners have to say about how many times you brought up Paramore on this show. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude, look, I listen to everything. I listen to heavy music. I listen to fucking radio rock sometimes. I listen to country. I listen to rap. I listen to pop. I do it all, man. I'm all over the place. This is just my main source, though. I like my heavy metal influences more. Phew. 
And you know that. You just like to give me shit on the show. It's just not coming out as much, that's all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're a mess. No, I'm pretty sure I'm the one with it together. That's not what the DMV says. Oh. <laughs> those motherfuckers. Damn it, Jackson. Vietnam flashbacks. Moving on. So I'm just going to, once again, give another plug to Tigress, though, because I think they deserve it. I think you should listen to the EP like it is. See what you think about it. That's all I'm saying. I thought it was a good rock album or rock EP. Good job, Ian. You got that off your chest. Yeah. Feel right. better. <laughs> Next up, we've got the band Vamps, and their album Underworld came out through Universal Music slash Delicious Deli Records. So if anyone doesn't know these guys, it's two Japanese guys. They're rock alternative, and they sing about gothy vampire stuff. Vamps. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically what it is, it's a radio-friendly, dark-themed... I don't know. Like, it can be. I don't think you'd hear this stuff on the radio. Mm, Whatever. (laughs) There goes Ian disagreeing with me just for... (laughs) For being right. Just just for being right. You're right. (laughs) Okay, look. It's dark-themed rock. It's not metal, right? No, it's rock alternative. Yeah, it's like rock alternative. I, I mean, I think it can be really catchy at a lot of the times. I liked this album more than... The stuff we've been talking about. I feel like such a dick when we're talking about these albums now. You don't have to make it that way. Well, I mean, it's just I didn't like it all. Well, look, I liked it. It's just I not going to be something you maybe repeat all the time and everything. But, I mean, it had that gothy vibe to it, which I like. It's also two guys doing it that know English perfectly. So I think that's a big deal as well. Like, I appreciate that. That takes a lot of work. And, and a ton of features. Did you want to read those? We got Kamikaze Boy. We got Chris Motionless. That's a good one. Richard Z. Crispe, Apocalyptica. And we got Bring Your Own Blood. So that's, I think, I'd say that's half the album has a feature in it. Somewhere around there. Wait, is yeah. Bring Your Own Blood a feature? Or I'm pretty sure it's just the name of a track. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. As soon as he brought it up, I was like, wait a yeah. second. So they have like three features or whatever. Four. Okay, so yeah, four out of eleven songs. All right, well, look, I enjoyed it. I think it's definitely worth a listen because you might latch on to something. I think this is better than any radio rock that you would hear normally. I would rather listen to this than the new Seether, you know, that kind of thing. Not me. Boo. Well, I'm gonna play the track inside of me. I like it, man. I'm glad you like it, Ian. 
and it reminds me of this. I'd like to dedicate this song to a very beautiful woman that's here today. It's uh, Miss Sarah Marshall. There she is. Look at her, climbing. Old as ancient skies, I've had these wandering eyes. But you took me by surprise when you let me inside you. Inside you, inside you. Just went from six to midnight. Teach me how to grow while I'm moving inside of you. Inside of you, inside of you. I long to be, is it wrong to be inside of you? Inside of you, the restless one that dreams. Inside of you, this king has found his queen. You like that? The fuck was that? You don't was know. Was that Jonah Hill and Russell Brand? Yeah, that's fucking forgetting Sarah Marshall. Dude, I've never seen that movie. Oh my, you just lose so I much just credibility. You just lose so much credibility on the show. Why? It's just a movie. We're talking about music. Just a movie? Whoa, whoa. Oh. <laughs> that's freaking nerve here. Oh, Jackson. Oh, Jackson, I don't even know what to say to you anymore. All right, Jackson, I guess I'll finish talking to you, even though I shouldn't, and let everyone know that they should check out the album by Vamps. It's called Underworld, and it's on Universal Music slash Delicious Deli Records. You take this one away. Oh, okay, now we got a good album to talk about here. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay, so Gideon released their new album, Cold on equal vision records and we want to end this off on a good note so i'm gonna let you start it off so yes they are metal slash hardcore you know somewhere around that area i like the album i'm just not blown away by it and it's really you know nothing bad to say or anything like that i like gideon i would like to see them in concert i haven't had a chance to yet but if you remember back to the first single that they released called champions i wasn't a fan of that then and I'm still not a fan of it. Damn. Well. That doesn't mean that the rest of the album is bad or anything. I just skipped that track. Cursed is good. Cursed has Brian from Knock Loose. And the rest of the album kind of follows suit. It's not like they went outside the box. And I'm not saying they have to. It's just there are so many good albums this year. If you're going to try and put out a metal hardcore album, then you got a lot of work ahead of you. I see where you're coming from. Do you? Yes, and it's same old Gideon, but it's still, it's something they do where they always sound the same, but still with every album, know how to get better. And I feel like that's what they did with Cold. It's the same Gideon. They didn't change up the formula, but damn, it's just so good to me. I love this album, but I only have one complaint. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, there's a song on this album called Freedom, and it's got uh, Jamie Jostin from Hatebreed. Mm-hmm. And man, I'm surprised you don't like champions. I could understand you not liking freedom. Like I thought <laughs> you were gonna go off on that song. I wrote down a lyric from that song. Why? <laughs> so go run your mouth. Word gets around in the underground. Bam. Oh fuck. Killed it. Yeah, you did, man. <laughs> uh, it, and and honestly, like it's not the way the song was written or anything or the lyrics to me, but it's just Jamie's part. Like he starts off the song and yeah. he's in throughout the whole song right like he does like the main hook or chorus or whatever 
where it says freedom or and, freedom. and to me it's just oh his voice makes the song so cheesy to me <laughs> like it just doesn't fit it's weird you know like i really like the other you know guest vocals that they had with you know brian from knock loose that was a good fit and curse is a badass song and even you know that but, i do like man curse, yeah. did jamie fuck up freedom <laughs> i didn't hate it as much as you did because i didn't like champions see i find that so weird champion is so good but yeah. whatever that's that's your opinion i'm not gonna is it make you feel like shit for liking for not liking something <laughs> just because i don't like it uh-huh or oh. just because i like it because i'm not you sounds so subtle what you're trying to do right now oh yeah for sure i'm definitely not implying on anything that has recently happened in the past 45 minutes or so it's absolutely true there's an interlude the title track cold yeah. and then it's a very angry album but there are lots mm-hmm. of tracks that are really positive, though. That's a good thing. That's cool. I know. It's just funny to think about, but there are a lot. Like the anti-bigotry, the anti-racism song. I actually, I really like that song. It's just funny to hear it. I don't know. It's true. And that's one of my favorite songs off the album. I just fucking love every single song on here, except Freedom. But to me, this album is incredible. I really, really, really like this album. And I am so happy with it it's fine i just i don't know i've just had so many other albums that are so fucking good that when i hear this and i don't hear anything that stands out i'm just like okay it's not that they're bad it's not that they're untalented it's nothing like that i like gideon i want to see them live because i actually haven't had a chance to see them live yet and i like this album it just didn't stand out like there is no reason for me to go back and listen to any of these again ouch and i listened to the album like seven times Damn. I was trying well, to find something to keep me coming back. You definitely did your homework. You tried. No, I I'll give you that. really, really did. So look, I say we play Scapegoat, but I will yield to you since you love this album so much. Is there something else that you'd like to play? I'm fine with Scapegoat. It was between that and the game, so okay. I'll let you pick. It's time to play the game. <laughs> play Freedom. All right, no. Yo. Let's play Scapegoat. <laughs> I think I laughed a little bit during the track. How dare you, Ian? I forgot about the, you know, it's sad, but true. (laughs) (laughs) And those are extremely cliche lyrics, too. Shut up. Just like in Champions, the seeing red part and all that kind of stuff. It's like, look, we already know Chevelle. They started it. Look, man, I think you can say cliche lyrics if the music is really good and backs it up. If you want to talk cliche, we can refer to Motionless and White's new album. You can, actually. That's a completely incorrect statement. No, that is a correct statement. No, there because so they use turn of phrase, which isn't the same as saying the same things over and over again. See why they make it different? No. Yes. Ian. No, Ian. That's not what I'm saying. There are a lot of lines in the Motionless and White album that are very cliche. Nope. 
You know it. No, it's, it's not true. No, I'm telling you, you misheard lyrics and you need to go back. By the way, if you want to say this right now, are you telling me that this album is better than the Motionless and White album? No. Okay. Just making sure. Not at all. No, that I'm not saying at all. It, and it's not better than the new Motionless and White album. But I'm saying, yeah, okay, they did cliche lyrics, but so do other many great albums, such as Motionless and White's new album. Like right. with Untouchable. You go through. Oh, Untouchable. Oh, shit. <laughs> you're one of the 50,000 other bands that are also Untouchable. You go through you're that album. And then they're, in, in that album, they're Unbreakable. And it's like, whoa, man. How many uns are there to you? You're unshutupable, apparently. Oh, gosh. That was so <laughs> cheesy. Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> All right, look. I'm going to finish this off by saying it's not a bad album by any means. It's just out of all the albums that I've been listening to, it just isn't a standout. And I think they'll play well live, and I think it'll work well live. You know, there's no issue there. It's just not an album that I need to come back to over and over again. All right, all right, whatever. This album was incredible, and Ian is not. Wow, that's just hurtful to me. (laughs) Well, just to you, not to Gideon. So once again, that's Gideon with Cold on Equal Vision Records. All right, Jackson. That ends album review time for us. Upcoming albums for 519 are Fire from the Gods, A Narrative Retold, Oceano, Revelation, Blink-22, California, the deluxe edition, Papa Roach, Crooked Teeth. I have a bad feeling about next week. (laughs) Same here, man. Hopefully we miss some and (laughs) we'll have some other ones to talk about. Otherwise, prepare for a pretty short album review segment next week. Yep, if you thought this was bad, next week should be fun. It is time for some concert reviews. If you think we're going to kiss your ass just to get a good review in your magazine, well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! So review that, Einstein! Jackson, Jackson, Jackson. What? Whoa, hey <laughs> A little hostile there. Sorry. So last week on the show, I had mentioned that I wasn't sure if I was going to have time to go see Friends of the Show Household and A Lot Like Birds uh, near my apartment because I was working on the show. And I needed to make sure that that got out to everyone. Well, it turns out I finished up that episode 10 minutes or so before the show was actually starting with Household. The other bands I didn't really care about, so I only cared about seeing Household and A Lot Like Birds. So I showed up, and based on the band set time, it looked like Household had already finished. So I was like, ah, shit, I gotta listen to this other band that I don't really care about, and then A Lot Like Birds. Damn it, I'm pissed. And then when I got in there, I realized that Household were actually setting up, and they just had the band set list time wrong. So I was very happy to see Josh and the guys setting up So I got to see Household for the first time live, and they did a great job. They're just so raw, like a tiger wine, that kind of thing. It works out really well, and this was a very, very small venue. So it was cool to see them. I went and picked up a vinyl, and they had these custom-made like wood-burned necklaces. So I was like, I like unique stuff like that. So I picked that up. I talked to Josh. He was like, oh, yeah, I recognize the voice. So I thought that was pretty cool, and then... They are going to have, hopefully, new music coming out very soon, so I'm going to have them back on the show as well. Sweet. That, that'll that be sick. Man, I, I love Household, too, and I'm really glad that the show went out good. I've never seen Household, so I'm 
you know, hopefully they come to Dallas soon. Yeah, it was very cool. But just a question though, did Mounds Bar not like that? Because Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, now you're making it a thing. At first I thought you were getting the names wrong because you're Ian. But now I know what you're going for. Oh, thank I you. don't appreciate it. You don't? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that means keep doing it. Whatever, man. So it was great talking to them. They put on a good show. And they really enjoyed doing the show, so it'll be great to have them back when they have the new album come out and everything. Sweet. Hell yeah. Then, got to see A Lot Like Birds. And by the way, man, I didn't know they were going to do this. They did the entire Devisi album front to back. The new one, right? Yeah. The one we reviewed last week. Yeah. Yeah. So that was very, very cool. Their voices are great. The new bass player, he's singing back up. You know, they're doing basically almost co-vocals. And it mm-hmm. worked really, really well. Then they went off the stage after Devisi was done and came back on and did old tracks as well. Damn. We both really liked that album too. So it was right. awesome to see it live and see them pull it off live because it's not really a heavy album. So to be able to hear them really shine through vocally was really cool. Oh, what does Kit Kat have to say? Fuck off. <laughs> Sooner or later, you're going to run out of names. And oh, I'm really no. excited for that. There are so many. You can't move on to candy. It has to be chocolate. Just saying. No, that's not fair because I already used Starburst before. <laughs> no, but anyway, no, that that is sick, though. And I mean, shit, who would have thought? They just released it last week. They're already playing you know, the album back to back. How long was their set? Almost an hour. Wow. Pretty ballsy. The only other band that's done anything like that recently that I can remember is Pierce the Veil when Misadventures came out. Yeah, that's true. That's cool, though. I like that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And then I texted you because I thought this was pretty funny. I'm standing there and I'm, you know, 6'4", 6'5", and I'm watching the show. (laughs) And I happen to look down and right in front of me, I'm like, there's a dude hanging out in a hot venue with a trench coat and a hoodie. And I was like, wait a second. He looks very familiar. And it was Spencer from Ice Nine Kills. I like the way you said it. I just so happened to look down at this puny human. (laughs) It's nothing against you guys. It's just like, you know. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're going against, you know, just short people as a race. Oh, my gosh, Ian. What's wrong with you? You do know that that's not how race works, right? Yes, Ian. No shit. (laughs) No, and I was just talking about you. Of not course. anyone else. Well, you said you got. Oh, okay. yeah. Like, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but I didn't bother him or anything. It was funny to see him in such a small venue just there to check out the band. I don't know if anyone else recognized him. It was definitely him for sure. He started walking around. He had his chick with him and all that kind of stuff. So I wasn't going to bother him or anything. But I guess he was a at least a fan of A Lot Like Birds. That's cool. That's badass. And then last Friday, I went to see... Say Anything, and Bayside at the Worcester Palladium. So we started out with Say Anything. Now, unfortunately, Max had a throat cold, so he only did a shortened set. But it was still good. You could tell that his voice was kind of messed up for sure. Mm -hmm. But seeing Say Anything is always fun. Then Bayside came on, and holy shit, man, they are so fucking good. I wish I could see them live. Are they not coming around to Dallas? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know, man. If you get a chance to, you definitely have to because they are just so good at what they do and they have such a large catalog of just great tracks where it's like no one 
gets down that they're playing new music. You know what I mean? They have good albums all the way throughout their career. They still don't have a bad album. Yeah, and I hopped on when we reviewed Vacancy. Yeah. And that was actually the first time I even listened to Bayside, and then that's when I became a fan of them. So, you know, and usually like a band that has that many albums, usually like towards the end, you start to notice that they're going down. Mm -hmm. And for you to say that they've never had a bad album, they've been around as long as they have. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. No, no, they definitely never had a bad album. So that was very cool. And then they also played a cover song. I've seen them a bunch of times. And they've never played this cover live that I've seen them do it. They did the Billy Joel cover of Moving Out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it was done so well. It's such a great cover. They played for like an hour, maybe somewhere around there, an hour five. They got a lot of stuff done. And they are just one of those consummate, great bands to go see live. So I recommend them to anyone, even if you don't necessarily like all the other bands. Like, I'm not a Reggie and the Full Effect fan, so... Based on it being a Friday and traffic and all that kind of stuff, I didn't even make it for them. But I wasn't worried about that. I was there for Say Anything and I was there for Bayside. And even Say Anything, I dropped off a long time ago. But they right. don't really play their new stuff. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, really the whole thing was for Bayside. And, and you got it and you enjoyed the shit out of it. And that's awesome. I absolutely did. That takes care of my concerts for last week. And I don't know what I have coming up. I know it's a lot, but I completely forgot. Well, if it makes you feel better, actually, it's not going to make you feel better because it made me feel like shit, so it better make you feel like shit. Oh, okay. There is about a 95% chance that I will not be able to see as it is Rome, Grayscale, and Sleep on it this Saturday, and I'm very upset about it. Why? Because I have a soccer tournament. You're just going to lose. Don't worry about it, man. Well, it's still, whatever. <laughs> Exercise. <laughs> and Saturday, I have three games all in one day. And what I was going to do is skip the last game so that I can go see the concert. But also, at the same time, my dad is going out of town so no one can take care of my little brother. Party at Jackson's. Woo! <laughs> Everyone get yep, to Dallas. There's going to be Mound Bars and Starburst everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Mounds Bars because they have fucking coconut in them. Oh, dude, I love I love those. You are so fucked up in the head, man. Dude, no, I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm like the guy that likes the weird chocolates. Like, I love... Mint chocolate. Oh, I love, so you love like, like York peppermint patty shit. All that shit. Oh, yeah. So gross. Fuck you. Damn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> all right. So party at Jackson's house. He lives in Dallas. So everyone just find the place that's jumping. That's all. <laughs> just go to Dallas and the most lit, badass house that you see is definitely having the most fun. That's where I'm at. And yeah, me and my little brother in the doges. So... Are you going to say it, or do I have to bring it up? Uh, you bring it up? I had to hear about this on Twitter, so are you sure you don't want to just admit it right now? Uh, I don't know what it is. Just say it. What? How do you not know what it is? I don't know what you're talking about. I had to find out through Twitter from a Mr. Rick that you did not oh. go see Famous Last Words when you said you wanted to and that you were going to really try. So what the fuck happened? I did a sushi dinner with my mother for Mother's Day. Yeah, that's that's literally it. I had to go eat dinner with my mom for Mother's Day. But you could have done that and then gone to the show. That's what I would think. But I had to drive an hour and a half before that to go hang out with my dad's for Mother's Day. Like they had a big family feast thing. Ugh. And then I left that with just me and my little brother because my parents are divorced. 
So I left my dad with the grandma and then me and my brother went at night to go spend time with our mom. And that took up the whole entire day. This is two fucking concerts that I was really looking forward to that I can't go to. And this is the first time that I don't go to a concert that has nothing to do with money. I'm going to start questioning your devotion to Sparkle Motion. It's Mother's Day. How dare you, Ian? I don't know, man. I make things work. What? It's your mom. Yeah. I love my mom all the time. I don't need a day. Okay, Ian. You're that guy. And my mom knows. Of course you don't need a day. You do it every day. But on Mother's Day, it's a nice day. It's not that you get to take her out, but it's another day that, you know, moms look forward to that shit, man. They love that. Look, I lied. Ian Hates doesn't even have a mother. Shut up. (laughs) You are so mean. No, Ian Hates is the character that I play. Whatever, dude. Ian Hates is a character. I don't know, man. I'm just saying, you know, for the show, you should have been at that show. Ian, I'm very sorry, but I'm going to put my mom over the show. Oh, no. Oh, I think I think Rick was right. I think it's time to start looking for a new co-host. No, shut up. Uh-oh. Family over everything. What? Yeah. Oh, see, I consider these shows family, so. Well, yeah, but that's my blood family. <laughs> I don't know, man. Didn't we do a Blood Brothers pack when, when I met you in Dallas? No, you didn't. You gave me shit for every single thing that I liked and didn't like. That is true. I but couldn't even drink it. a beer without you talking shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. What bad beer were you drinking? Fuck off. all right all right well i am sorry to hear about that because i would have liked to hear how the concert went and that you went to say hello to jt and now none of that happened well do you want to know how my time with my mom went nope (laughs) nope (laughs) nope Nope. (laughs) and on that note it's (laughs) it's time for breakdown for the best All right, Jackson, you ready to let me down again? Yes, I am. And by the way, uh, making a public service announcement here, I'm going to try a new thing, and I think you're not going to like it, Probably. but I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's this new thing I've been thinking about. So you know how I'm supposed to tell you what my breakdown from the past is, and I never do? Uh-huh. We kind of just leave it to chance. Yep. Well, I always did that not on purpose, but now I'm going to do that on purpose. So from now on... I think I should say the band that I chose. And then if it's one that that I fucked up, like they're not broken up, or if we've done it before, then I lost my breakdown from the past privilege for that episode. Let me just get this straight. You know, it's something that people get to look forward to. They're like, oh my God, dude, are we going to actually hear a breakdown from the past from Jackson this episode? Or is he going to fuck up again? It's not like where if I mess up, it's like, oh, he'll just pick another one. No, it's like, oh my God, dude, are we finally going to get one? So let me break this down for everyone in Breakdown from Ooh, the Past. Yeah. We're going to slow this down and kind of, once again, we're going to deadpool this for everyone. You know, go behind the scenes here. <laughs> so you're going to pretend like making a bit out of this, out of your stupidity. I'm not pretending. <laughs> hey, damn. Hey. <laughs> for you not knowing how the whole thing works, you're going to make a bit out of it where if you guess incorrectly you don't have to find an actual breakdown of the past so pretty you're much wording it. you're wording it in the worst way i'm wording this I, exactly no. the way you thought about it which is let's get out of more work for ian hates music no no because i actually tried to 
find a band and I actually really do try to find one. And it's not always, I think once it's happened that I said a band that isn't broken up yet. That's only happened like once. The the thing that I always fuck up is I always say a band that we've already done, right? you know, however long ago. And I forget. Yeah. And sometimes so, I forget too, by the way. Yeah. But you always remember when I fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like the most obvious bands that of course we did. Not all of them. Sure. Today so, was the last time that I texted you saying, have we done this band before? I hope... I hope I too someday can make a bit that makes it so that I don't have to do things for the show as well. So No, 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 it's not like that. Okay. I actually try and find it. Look, you can <laughs> have me go on about the band even though I was wrong. No, it's it's fine. Go ahead. What's your guess for today then? Are you going with the one that you texted me that you were incorrect about? No, no. Oh, okay. See, no. I, I, I'm not going to try to fuck up you and to get out of it. What the hell? Because that might have been funny. Oh, and it even makes you nervous now because yeah. <laughs> I haven't told you the band yet. <laughs> As it should. All right, go ahead. What do you got? My band is We Are Defiance. <sighs> there, you got your reaction out of me, Jackson. Wait, did have we of done that? Of course we have. No, you're kidding. No, I'm not because it played into the whole Paddock Park thing because he's the lead singer of Paddock Park as well. And we did multiple episodes where I talked about how they were reuniting for that show in Florida where they were going to have Paddock Park and We Are Defiance. You were on all those episodes. I am appalled. No, I know. That (laughs) is because now that you say that, I remember. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good time for your bit to have started because that is probably the worst thing that you've ever done breakdown from the past wise. Ouch. No, it really is because we brought this band up multiple, multiple times. Okay, I have a backup. But you're not supposed to. Your bit says that you don't <laughs> need don't a backup. I don't want to start the bit today. <laughs> oh, okay. I wanted to start off 1-0. and o. So you're basically... Well, I'm actually trying to get it. No, you're 0-2 right now. And see, the reason why I made this bit is so that it would motivate me to not fuck up. Because oh. I'm going to hold record to this. Like right now, I'm 0-1 and, and that pisses me off. No, want, you're 0-2. I want to start off 1-0. and 0. You're 0-2 because of the band you tried for today when you texted me. <laughs> no, no, no. That doesn't count. I'm saying when I actually say it on the <laughs> oh, show and okay. people hear it. Great M. Night Shyamalan twist there. Okay, so we're actually starting next episode. Okay. <laughs> I want to start off undefeated. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm still fucking nervous. And yeah, this defeated. romantic tragedy. Oh my god, you're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the funniest bit if it was an actual bit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Dude? Oh, dude, I can't even. Lions, tigers, bears. I'm pretty sure that we did do that because I think we made the stupid cheesy jokes. So I'm pretty sure that is also one, but I would give you the shadow of the doubt on that one. We should leave you wallowing in that because I can't believe you picked so many bands that we've done already. Dude, it's, I'm sorry. May I do my breakdown from the past? Yeah. Oh, don't be defeated. Your bit worked perfectly. No, I didn't. I was supposed <laughs> to start off good. <laughs> that was the point of the fucking bit so I can be held accountable for my shit without having you get on to me. Well, then you should have made some type of, and that, you know that this is how a bit works, right? You should have some type of reward slash punishment angle that comes from you missing. You see what I mean? Like there should be something that I get because you chose wrong. What do you want? (laughs) No, no, that has to be something that you think of. 
That's a good idea. You got to think we of something. We just made a bit on live internet. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you said live internet multiple times today, by the way. I've said it one other time, Ian. Multiple times. Okay, if you call twice, multiple times. I do. It's one of the definitions. Yeah, but that's like, it's overkill. Right. You Don't can just say get you already said that twice. That way you can be more punctual about your wording, Ian. Your homework assignment for next week is to have some type of something that you have to do or that I get because <laughs> you do something wrong with Breakdown from the Past. Okay, fine. I, I have a feeling it's going to be some sort of way of me singing a song that you pick. It's not a bad idea. So yeah. think about something like that. That's not bad, actually. So Thank you, thank you. It spices things up, man. Sure. What I'm also going to say, by the way, is all you haters, all you audience members listening, you don't get to help him. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's no fucking way because I don't get help from anybody. You don't get help from everything anybody. Everything Ian just said. No. Uh, I got an email, jacksonagular13 <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit me up anytime. Uh, yeah. People are going to be trustworthy because it's going to be better for <laughs> their, it's going to be better in their interest for you to fail. Well, maybe they like me more and they listen to me. Instead. That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to do inner podcast rivalry. Yeah, maybe Snickers with almonds like you better or whatever, but, you know. Okay, there you go. <laughs> At it again. <laughs> All right, so my breakdown from the past is a band called The Sleeping. Dude, no, we've done that. What the hell? Wow, you're such a great actor. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't you remember that one time I was talking about that one band? It totally went in correlation with this, bro. You know what's crazy? is I do remember everything you've said, and I do remember every band that's been on the show because I'm good okay. at what I do. Fuck off. You're such a jerk. Also, do me a favor. This week, work on your comebacks. What? No, I don't want to <laughs> roast you on live internet. That's three times now. I'm counting. By the way, I think that is something we should do, and that's something that I've been planning for for a while, too, oh, is fuck. a Ian Hates Music roast. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I we think we roast each that. other like every episode. You always make fun of me for the same shit. No, man. There wouldn't be anything original. You either do, first of all, you either do bands in a roast fashion, or also we can have listeners come on the show and do the roast, or Ty <laughs> come on and do something like that too. No, dude, Ty will fucking, <laughs> Ty takes that shit personal, man. If Ty comes on here, blood will be shed. Yeah, we need someone like that sometimes. You're right. <laughs> I like it. So have you heard of The Sleeping before? No. You sound so dejected. No, sir. Ian, sir. They're a post-hardcore band from Long Island, New York. They've had, actually, I think it's around four full-length albums. Five, yeah. Four full-length albums and an EP. They stopped around 2010, started around 2004. And I really liked what they were doing. They're not the normal, like, unclean vocals over the clean vocals, like that kind of duo thing. It happens every once in a while, but really they're just pure post-hardcore. So let's play a track right now called Don't Hold Back.
Jackson. Dude, that song was on Guitar Hero. Was it really? Yeah. I uh, did not know. I've never heard the band or anything like that, but when I heard the chorus, I was like, oh shit, that's what sounds so familiar. That was Guitar Hero. I had no idea. Yeah. Interesting. Well, did you like it? I did. I loved it. There we go. Because yeah. that was like in Guitar Hero, that was one of the only songs that did like unclean vocals. Right. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, they've got four good albums, so it's definitely worth checking out for sure. Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, we got a brand new bit that still needs tweaking to be done, <laughs> but we're going to work on that. And I think maybe you're right. Maybe this will make Breakdown from the Past even more interesting in the future. Yay, I contributed. Contributed by failure? Yeah. Okay. I'm making it spicy. Oh, and by the way, stop it, Wob, to you. He, he told me to do Confide. Yes. And you immediately shut me down when I texted you saying how we done Confide before. Yep. So just so you know, Mr. Rob, I tried, but Ian just wasn't having it. He he got us both on this one, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't be Ian. getting help from other people. Well, sometimes we all need a helping hand. You're so weird. <laughs> it is time to end this show. <sighs> Let's do it. As Tom Hanks would say, do that thing you do. Anyways, <laughs> we're ending the show here. I'm tired of hearing eat, fucking. Oh my god! See, he's tired got me all jumbled up in words, man. This is what Ian does to me. <laughs> <laughs> I make you tongue-tied. Uh, shut up! Uh, thank you, everyone, <laughs> for listening to the show, and I love you very much. And I hope you guys keep checking back in, man, because we really do enjoy doing this shit for you guys. So, Ian, take it away. I'd like to thank everyone out there for listening. I've also been receiving great random feedback about the Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition that I did with Dana of Kingdom of Giants. Keep on supporting that band. Like I said, they very much deserve it. I would normally have a Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition announcement, but I haven't found anyone that I really want on the show. So... I'm kind of working on that right now. I know it feels weird to go like two weeks without because we've been putting those out like almost every week. So it is a little bit different. I am working on some things. I want the best bands possible for the show, as you guys know. So just be a little patient on that. I'm sure everything's going to line up and then it's going to be like one after another with more and more great bands. I'm trying to kind of get these bands coming on the show right before they have major releases because I think that works out very well. So We'll continue on the way we are, and hopefully I'll have an announcement for you soon. To support Ian Hates Music and Ian Hates Movies, you can follow all the links in the description of this episode. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything you can. Remember, I'm a little bit behind, but you can submit music on ianhates.com, so check that out for sure. You can also email me, ianhates at gmail.com. And yeah. I think that does it for this episode. So, Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? I love everyone. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to
You're the road. 